0: Asia Pacific Currents. News and Labour issues from the Asia Pacific region.
1: We strongly condemn the, the police that arrest uh, the protesters.
0: Saturday mornings at 9 o'clock. On Community Radio 3CR. Workers
1: of the world should unite to fight the street
0: capitalists.
1: Brought to you by Australia Asia Worker Link.
0: Good morning, good morning. It's just um, ticked over one past nine o'clock here on another beautiful sunny summer day in Melbourne. And um, good morning especially to all those listeners who are listening to this program either uh, somewhere around the world uh, live or as a podcast as well. And uh, my name is Pierre Mora and I'll be taking you through to half past nine this morning by myself, obviously the impact on Giselle of uh, coming back from the summer holidays, summer break, and getting back on the show was a bit too much. And uh, I've been told that um, she uh, needs a break to recover of not only this week, but next week as well. So I'll be flying solo for this week and next week. But there you go. Um, Your are listening to 3CR Radio. Asia Pacific Currency is brought to you every week by Australia Asia Worker Links, an organisation, a trade union-based, organisation that works to link and organise workers across the Asia-Pacific region and beyond. And if you want to get in touch with us, you can go to allthews.aawl.org.au or uh, find us on Facebook and Twitter. The... um on um, and of course bef- well I'll say what uh, today's program is we'll have the usual roundup of news item for this week but in the second half of the of the show I uh, was lucky enough to catch up Um, with uh, Renato Reyes who is the Secretary-General of Bayan, Philippines Um, earlier in the week he was here for a tour and um, we were able to speak about the ongoing um, uh, quite uh, harsh and hard and terrible situation facing labour activists and other human rights activists in the Philippines but that's in the second half of the show and um, sorry about that Um, And, of course, the very nice uh, music interlude that you were listening to after Solidarity Breakfast, and um, thanks for another interesting program by Annie and uh, Solidarity Breakfast, um, was Paul Kelly, whose new song is Sleep Australia Sleep, about basically not really just the disaster of the bushfires, but really the political disaster that has led to the bushfires and the uh, accompanying um, uh, economic and political forces that are really driving climate change in this country. Um, And, of course, um, if you want to do something about it, um, one way you can do it is actually support 3CR Radio. 3CR Radio, uh, it's subscriber week this week. 3CR Radio was um, uh, started in 1976, so uh, about 44 years, by um, um, labour activists, human rights activists, progressive activists like you and me. And it's been going ever since to give a voice to the voiceless and to the marginalised. And uh, it's totally self-funded. Um, it is one of the very few radio stations around the world that continues uh, since the nineteen seventies. So it's a it's a it's an incredible um, effort here, and most of the programmers that you hear are actually all volunteers. So um, do uh, do call up. You can go on our website www.3cr.org.au, or if you're in Melbourne, you can give us a call during office hours on nine four one nine eight three double seven, and of course uh, 3CR is on all the social media uh, channels as well so just uh, look for 3CR radio but um, it's uh, now um, five past nine o'clock I better get to those uh, news items that um, I promised I was going to um, tell you but I'm sure that um, a lot of you are already looking for 3CR radio and how to um, subscribe and uh, the subscription actually asks you for which program you like. So if you're here in it, doing it now, just put Asia-Pacific Currents. Um, we'll go straight to the stories now. We, um, we're the first um, news story for the um, for the day. It comes from Pakistan where the new year has started catastrophically, unfortunately, for coal miners in Pakistan, where a string of accidents in the months of January has killed at least 11 workers and has injured many more. Unfortunately, these terrible incidents uh, are really just a continuation from last year, when up to 200 workers were killed while um, working in coal mines across Pakistan, with thousands more developing occupational diseases. The coal industry in Pakistan is highly profitable and employs hundreds of thousands of workers, both in formal employment and informal arrangements. The reality for these workers is the almost non-existence of safety measures and the continued negligence from the employers and government to improve conditions. Not surprisingly, um, as regular listeners uh, of this show um, Workers' uh, attempts to organize are heavily repressed. We go now to Iraq, where um, last Saturday, after months of political impasse, the Iraqi parliament elected a new prime minister in Mohammed Tafiq Alawi. His appointment, though, was immediately rejected by protesters as just another much-hated representative of the political establishment that has failed to resolve the ongoing problems of corruption, unemployment, crumbling services and infrastructure in Iraq. During this week, um, also, the religious political movement headed by Muqtaba al-Sad withdrew support from these mass working-class protests that have been going on since October of last year. They then sent their militias, identified by Blue Hats, to clear the protest camps in the cities of Baghdad, Basra, Kabbalah and Najaf. While the protesters tried to avoid clashes in Najaf, up to 10 people were killed by these blue militias. Mass demonstrations um, in all uh, major Shiite cities then occurred um, since these um, uh, crackdown to defend and support the protest camps. In addition, there is now a determination to enter the political sphere to end the dominance of the current parties. With um, elections um, in um, in, uh, in program later this year.
1: Three CR, always bringing you the latest union news. Don't They're coming you know? after us at the moment. They want to Talking get rid of penalty you, rates. The big push from jump, businesses. Jump. They want to get rid of all the things that you and I have fought for. So there's tens of thousands of jobs gone, contracted out, to sham contracting arrangements. On 8.55am and on the web, 3cr.org.au.
0: And, of course, that uh, music just uh, below that announcement was the incomparable Tracy Chapman, which I haven't heard much of her lately, but uh, she certainly put out some great uh, music in the 80s or maybe in the 90s. I can't quite remember. Anyway, we um, go to Palestine now. Where unfortunately this week tensions and actions have been increasing all over Palestine following the recent acceptance by the US government of more land annexation by Israel um, via the so-called deal of the century. Protests and demonstrations by Palestinians occurred in East Jerusalem, Janine Bethlehem, among others, leading to the killing of four Palestinians and the wounding of scores more. In uh, Gaza, the Palestinian po- population has had to endure nightly aerial incursions and bombardment by Israeli jets during the last week. Meanwhile, thousands of Palestinian prisoners continue to languish in Israeli jails with torture, now a common occurrence, especially during inter- interrogation sessions. Um, we now go to from uh, West Asia, we go to East Asia or Southeast Asia to the Philippines. Where the um, we were just um, uh, got to hear about a um, a major strike there, where the workforce or at the paper production company of Cosmic Enterprises has been on strike since early January against ongoing harassment of labor activists and the firing of nineteen contract workers in a union busting move. While the company engaged security guards and cut off services, the workers were able to maintain a continuous picket line at the factory. Unfortunately, on Wednesday this week, security guards and police attacked and beat up the workers on the picket line. Ten of these workers were then also arrested. They are still being held in detention and there is a campaign by local labour groups demanding they be released and the charges of assault and coercion against the workers be dropped. Unfortunately, that's um, what the law is all about. Uh, One law for them and one law for us. We're there to defend our jobs. We're there on the picket line. We're there peaceful. We get attacked and then we get charged with uh, assault and coercion. staying on uh, industrial issues and um, and industrial action we go to iran where in late january 300 workers employed by a contractor at the big uh, chadomalu iron ore mine in the central iranian province of yezd took industrial action to protest against low pay and insecure work the contracting company bahavan barad responded by terminating their contract Another group of uh, workers from a different contracting company then also took industrial action in support of their comrades. The local union has put out a call for international solidarity for these sect miners. While in other industrial news in Iran, Hassan Saidi, a bus driver in Tehran, was recently sentenced to five years in prison for taking part in May Day demonstration in 2019 while Ismail Bakshi, Mohammed Kanifa and Ismail Azari have been banned from working at the half sugar factory due to their ongoing union activities. Um, another industrial issue, this time um, um, quite um, and very ongoing one, it's actually four years, where we go to Indonesia, where in a move that's unfortunately too common around the world, the agri-food conglomerate uh, Gunung Sewa Group closed its tapioca-based starch factory in Lampung, Indonesia in 2016, overnight without prior notice. Um, this left its hundred of uh, mainly casual employees suddenly without work and being owed their entitlements. The company, which is part of the great giant Pineapple Group, among the biggest producers of pineapples in the world, has steadfastly refused to negotiate with SBNUJA, the union representing the workforce. There is now an international campaign by the um, Global Union IUF to pressure the company to come up to come to the table with the union. Hi, it's Paul Kelly here Hi, this is Shane Howard here Asking you to support 3CR Independent radio station Encouraging independent music and independent thought
1: They've been supporting musicians for more than 30 years So let's support them
0: And to our last that news item Um, um, A recently released um, report tracking where most of the ocean-going commercial ships and offshore units have been sold to be scrapped has once again shown that the three South Asian countries of Pakistan, India and Bangladesh are the favourite destinations. It is estimated that this amounts to approximately 90% of the gross tannage uh, tannage dismantled globally. The, um, as we've covered um, uh, repeatedly on this show, the reason that these shipyards are, ch- are chosen is that they are cheap and have to adhere to very few regulations. The, uh, the costs uh, are borne by the workers and local villages um, via um, um, starvation wages, hundreds of f- f- fatalities and injuries each year, while the local beaches and seas are polluted by all kinds of toxic chemicals and metals. In all of these, shipyards, Union are also, not surprisingly, heavily repressed. And that's really all that we have for News Roundup for today. Um, We'll go to a short community break, and then we'll be back with the interview with uh, Renato Rees from Bayan, Philippines. So I'm here at the school Kids Strike for Climate Action with some of the people who are on strike today. Can you tell us your names and how old you are?
1: So my name's Ivy and I'm 12 years old. My name is Marta and I'm 8 years old. My name's Layla and I'm 11 years old. Inequality is at a 70 year high. Our jobs are going offshore,
0: our jobs are being casualised. 40% of us are trapped in insecure work. The richest 1% have more than the 70% of us at the bottom. And workers will stand up and fight. You've never seen a fight before until you back the Australian workers into a corner and tell them they've got no rights. Those workers will fight. 3CR, Union Issues and Workers' Struggles. Feed Radical Radio. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe or call the station on 9419 8377. It's uh, just coming up to 17 past uh, nine o'clock. You're listening to Asia Pacific Currents, brought to you every week by Australia Asia Worker Links, a trade union based organisation. As uh, I announced uh, earlier in the program, uh, this week we were lucky enough to um, catch up with Renato Reyes, who is the Secretary General of Bayan Philippines. For our listeners, um, Renato, can you please give us a a bit of background of what Bayan Philippine is and uh, what are its activities?
1: Bayan is a multi-sectoral organization based in the Philippines. We were established in 1985 and we are a mass movement that is fighting for national liberation, genuine freedom, and democracy in the Philippines, and um, we are composed of different sectors workers' unions, farmers, peasant organisations, women's groups, youth groups, indigenous uh, peoples, even professionals and church peoples. Uh, it's a broad-based alliance that represents a different oppressed sectors in Philippine society.
0: We've covered the situation in the Philippines in the last three years of uh, President Duterte's um, government, and um, really the situation has not been good, and in many ways... It's gone back to the, if not even worse than the times of when the dictator Marcos was um, in power in the 1980s.
1: Uh, that is true. There have been comparisons made between the Marcos regime and the Duterte uh, regime because of the impunity that characterizes both administrations. In uh, during the Marcos dictatorship, uh, he controlled all branches of government. He committed human rights violations with impunity. Uh, There were killings, torture, abductions, militarization, and so on. And uh, we are seeing very much the same under the regime of Rodrigo Duterte because he seeks to control all branches of government. Uh, He carries out uh, human rights violations through the war on drugs, and also the counterinsurgency program that targets activists and other uh, unarmed critics of the regime. So it's pretty much the Marcos playbook that Duterte the is following, and he hopes that the people will be uh, shocked and terrorised in the submission.
0: We've um, covered the, the issue of both the war on drugs and the um, uh, war on, on insurgency and also martial law in Mindanao and, and, and really the number of people who have um, been killed. But maybe uh, you can also describe the situation for, as you said, a lot of unarmed activists um, get killed in, uh, in this situation.
1: That is true, because uh, there, the, the government uh, does not make any distinction between armed rebels and uh, the unarmed activists. There is a revolutionary movement in the Philippines, it has existed for the last 50 years, and the reason that it continues to exist is that because all previous governments have failed to address the root causes of armed conflict. They have failed to address poverty and and human rights violations. So. It is no surprise that rebel groups uh, continue to exist and fight the regime because there is no fundamental change happening in the country right now. Then you have the unarmed activists who are also being targeted simply because they are considered linked with the uh, rebel groups. So there is no due process. There is no respect for human rights. If you are perceived to be left, then uh, you are vulnerable and are targeted. Uh, either for extrajudicial killings, for abduction, torture, and uh, even uh, filing of trumped-up charges. So they make up charges against you to justify putting you behind bars. So that is a very uh, troubling situation right now, uh, confronting uh, different activists and human rights defenders in the Philippines.
0: And we've talked before on this program of the issue of so-called red-baiting of uh, activists in the Philippines. Is this uh, still continuing?
1: Well, it is not just continuing, it has uh, escalated. It has become worse. Uh, Government officials themselves are at the forefront of red labeling, red tagging and harassment of uh, different activist groups. It's as if your points, your arguments are no longer valid or legitimate once they say that you're a communist terrorist. So I think that's the playbook that they're also uh, trying to uh, emulate uh, they wanted to, they wanted to delegitimize the uh, different social movements and uh, label them as uh, communist terrorists so that people will not um, gravitate or uh, move closer to these social movements that are fighting for their issues.
0: You mentioned in one of your answers before about the attempt of the government to terrorize the population. Now, obviously, there are a lot of groups, a lot of activists uh, still fighting, still organizing in the Philippines. But the the scale of the killings and the, the red tagging and the impunity must really have a chilling effect on large sections of the marginalized and uh, impoverished sectors of the Philippine um, population.
1: That is, I think, the uh, whole point of uh, carrying out these uh, human rights violations, To uh, make it have a chilling effect on any uh, critic of the administration. So it's not just the activists who are being targeted. Even church people are being targeted. Even media workers, reporters are being targeted. Artists are being targeted. So the, the general feeling that uh, anyone who dares speak out can be uh, targeted and is vulnerable. But I think despite the terror that uh, the regime has created, uh, people are fighting back. People are not taking things, just sitting down uh because they they know that if they are terrorized into submission, then things are about to get worse you know? so we can't we can't allow the parent to get away with all those uh, uh evil things that he plans to do.
0: you're the general secretary of the Bayern organization, and obviously. Uh, you would fit one of the criteria of one of these activists, uh, as you described, has a long-standing uh, history of, of fighting for working-class communities. So at a personal level, how do you protect yourself?
1: That's well, a very, uh, very personal question. <laughs> we, we, are, we, have, we have come to accept the fact or the possibility that we are all vulnerable and can be targeted at any time that uh, we can disappear, we can be shot, we can be uh, slapped with the made-up cases at any time. But we have to continue our work, and I think the best protection we have is the people, uh, the people who know us, the people who know what we stand for, the people who continue to support us. They are our best protection no? against uh, those who wish us harm. So so long as we are with the people, we are uh, confident no? that we can uh, uh, survive and we can surpass
0: this Duterte regime. Well, that really goes into my next question quite well, because where is the level of of the struggle in the Philippines? Has there been a increase in the consciousness and organizing groups, whether it's um, workers, uh, urban uh, poor, working class communities, a human rights activists, to actually organize and um, and really fight this repressive government?
1: Well, we we've, we have had some. Uh Successes also, some headways, uh, it's not always that the uh, regime can get, get its way. So, uh, for example, in the war on drugs, we have been organizing uh, the families of the uh, people who were killed in the course of the drug war, and these families are learning to fight back, assert their rights, and, uh, you know, hold to account the police officials. Martial law was imposed for two years, but more than two years in Mindanao, but... They could not sustain it, and uh, eventually it had to be lifted. And people uh, continue to resist uh, militarization in their communities in Mindanao. Uh, We fight back against the big mining corporations. Uh, We fight back against the uh, big, uh, greedy private corporations trying to privatize all the public utilities. So there is a basis to organize so many people on different issues, and uh, we will never run out of uh, issues to fight for, because that's just how bad the situation is. And uh, we are encouraged that uh, especially young people becoming more active, uh, they see that uh, that the territory regime does not represent their interests and will not safeguard their future.
0: Well, that was going to be my next question uh, again, um, Renato, about the, the the young people, because obviously the Philippines have got a long history of activism, but are you now finding that there is a, a, a new wave of uh, young people getting involved in these organisations and maybe even forming um, new organisations?
1: Yes, definitely. Definitely uh, we sense that the youth are restive, they are taking up uh, different issues, not just concerning uh, those issues in school, but the social issues, now, issues outside school, employment, uh, human rights, sovereignty, whether the Philippines is truly free from any foreign intervention. Uh, the young people are very encouraging because they use different technologies. They use social media as their platform to express themselves and reach out uh, to more people, and uh, it helps uh, promote uh, the different issues because we are able to reach the widest possible audience. So uh, there is tremendous potential in the Filipino youth and uh, we need to harness that potential and uh, get them at the forefront of the resistance against the Duterte.
0: And obviously um, these days the economy is much more globalised, um, people move around a lot more. Have you got um, good solidarity links with uh, organisations and, and movements um, around the region?
1: uh yes yes uh, we we are part of this uh global platform called the International League of Pe- People's Struggles. We are also part of regional uh, formations which we are we characterise as being anti imperialist and anti fascist and uh, I think there is a similarity there is a connection with the anti imperialist and anti fascist struggle. In the philippines with those in other parts of the world in palestine in latin america in europe you know, in other parts of asia and uh, it's important that we build that uh, solidarity uh, and ilps that's one of the platforms that we're looking at uh, to get people uh, united in the common struggle against imperialism
0: we've actually um had information about the ilps in uh, before on this uh, radio program but as a final um, question, uh, you're in Australia. What kind of uh, solidarity campaign, solidarity work, solidarity projects uh, would you like to see from Australian workers and human rights activists here in Australia?
1: Well, for workers, I think there is a great need to show solidarity against trade union repression. Uh, unions are being uh, attacked in the Philippines. Union leaders are being arrested. Uh, picket lines have have been violently attacked uh, the past year, and the uh, scores have been uh, arrested in the course of these uh, attacks. So I think in, to, to strengthen the unions and uh, safeguard the uh, right to form unions, that would be a good starting point for Australian workers. Also, it's uh, interesting to note that there is Australian military aid uh, being intended for the Philippines. So Australian taxpayers are actually funding... The Armed Forces of the Philippines through military aid, and uh, this aid goes to an institution that commits human rights violations uh, in the Philippines. So we have to ask the tough question why are Australians paying for uh, weapons and aid for an institution that commits human rights violations in the Philippines?
0: They're very good questions to finish the interview here, Renato, and uh, we thank you. Um, for your time here and wish you and all your comrades um, all the best.
1: Thank you very much in solidarity.
0: And that was uh, an interview with uh, Renato Reyes, the Secretary General of Bayan Philippines. That's all that we've got uh, time for this week. You've been listening to Asia Pacific Currents, brought to you every week by Australia Asia Worker Links. We'll be back at nine o'clock uh, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow next uh, Saturday morning for another program from uh, the labour movement in the Asia Pacific region. My name is uh, Pierre Morrow. Don't forget, it's Subscriber Week. If you like what Here, subscribe to 3CR. Uh, Keep listening to 3CR on this beautiful sunny day. And after this uh, short community announcement, Palestinian Palestine Remembered will be coming on. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of Independent Community Radio Station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.